There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon to you and a happy Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. All right, here's the lineup today sitting in the captain's chair. It's Holly Roberts. Huzzah! Her first officer. Miss Shannon. Thank you, thank you. Yes. And I will be the ship's doctor. I'm Donnie Love. Well, happy to have you. <laughs> happy to have you, Dr. Love. Damn it, he's a doctor, not a barber. <laughs> well, happy that everyone is here today and so lovely to see you, Miss Shannon. It is nice to have you in the co-captain's chair. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And today. now, okay, so we knew that Miss Shannon was going to be co-hosting with us probably last week. And on Sunday, Sunday night, like at 11 p.m., I get an email from Miss Shannon. I'm like, okay, great. I'll take a look at this. Miss Shannon sends me a link about stirrup pants, <laughs> stirrup pants, mm-hmm. and she's for them. Yes, okay. and, and it was an all- article on Refinery29 that said the stirrup pants were back in in a lot of ways that you could wear them, and I was very excited about this article. Why are you very excited about this article? <laughs> because I am nostalgic about my stirrup pants. I, I'll be honest with you, if I could find some photos of me back when I used to wear them, I probably did not look good in them. But <laughs> I remember that time period fondly, so I'm ready to go out and get some and give it another shot. You and know? you think that Refinery29 has your back. Yes, because they and, had a lot of varieties of wear. Yes. That. That's fine. Yeah. And honestly, I know that it seemed a, a very preemptive. Here's the thing. So I work at this radio station and I fill mm-hmm. in on a lot of shows. So, right. But there, I am not on every day. Right. But I do live the topics that we talk about on my talk every day. Yes. And what normally happens is I read something and then I have to just talk to myself about it. And I don't have anyone to share with. So now I'm going to start getting random articles from Miss Shannon at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Who can I talk to about this? And I'm like, well, since I knew I was coming in today, you guys are top of mind. But what is it? uh, As the male portion of the program today. Please. What is the purpose of stirrup pants? Well, you act like there needs to be a purpose for anything yeah, fashion related. That's a that's flawed. How I think. That's a yes. We all it is, well, I'm Donnie very Love. I am, okay, I'm very down the middle. You know? Let me describe Here Donnie Love's go. fashion. Here we go. Donnie Love. <laughs> Is dad core to the bone. Got it. Woo! He is wearing New Balance sneakers unironically. Oh, wow. Because mm. they provide arch oh, these support. Are, these are Nike, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, and he's wearing a shirt that tells me that he's ready to go and run outside and play soccer at any moment in time. <laughs> he needs to be prepared. It's like it's like the guys who wear the golf shirts to work. Okay. Like all of a sudden, 
the putting green is going to appear like, randomly in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Where are you uh, going? Right. But, enough about me. Okay, so now that we've <laughs> Never gotten out enough of the way, about you, so there's no real purpose to you this know. In theory, in the yeah, I mean, in theory, you could say that it would help them not to uh, ride up appropriately if you were one of those people who were going to like cuff them and put them in. But we wore them in so many ways, and if you even look at some of the photos, they are so loosely around the bottom of like your high heel and things like that. They're not really holding them in place, right? They're just neat. You know, I didn't even, I almost said cool and then I caught myself and I'm like, I don't even think they're cool. I just think they're neat. Yeah. Well, this, this to me is a continuation of the ugly fashion trend that has been around for the past five years, you know, where you wear your ugly old sweater, yep. ironically, and then it becomes fashion. Look, I'm here for some ugly fashion. Yes. I do love ugly sneakers. Fair enough. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I am very much about that. I am very much about the mom jeans. I'm wearing mom jeans today. Okay. So, you can get away with the mom jeans. I am too mom-ish and mom-shaped to wear the mom jeans. It's clearly not ironic oh, you have a when mom I do bod. that. Yeah, I do have a mom bod. <laughs> but then she I earned my mom bod. This is where my point of contention comes, Shannon, is that, okay, so you're not doing the mom jeans because they don't really look good, but then yet you're willing to embrace stirrup pants. Because the stirrup pants won't look bad on me. Well, They'll the, look odd, sure. but the shape of the stirrup does not make them look bad on me. The mom jeans look like I'm a mom weeble is why I don't <laughs> wear them. I can't wear them that high. They cut poorly on me and oh. I don't look cute. Okay. The stirrups, having a little additional color at the bottom of my you know foot... Because my well, you pants think that are going to elongate your leg. Yes, and that that'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. For? And uh, so I think that that you know I you know I can get away with that. But that's the same reason I try. I own <laughs> leg warmers because leg warmers are back in. They are. I, yeah, they've oh. been back I, in. I, I a lot know. of this eighty stuff know? is back in there. Like you can eat, you know you have and I but I don't wear them because every time I put them on I go you look silly. And so <laughs> take you them mean back you're up. not even going to wear them if you go to a dance class? You're not going to sign up for a dance class for the purpose of wearing the leg nope. warmers. Nope. If I'm going to wear them, I'm going to show up to work with them and I'm going to put them on my high heels like you're supposed to and that all of the 19 year olds do. I just I put them on and then I wuss out. Well, and I should, take them back off and I leave the house. You should own it. I know. Shannon, you need to own this and you need to walk out of the house. And be bro- bold and brave in my leg warmers? Yes, because right. quite honestly, I have not seen a person wear leg warmers <laughs> probably in about 15 years. But you can be the pioneer. I see them you all the time. And, wh- every, and maybe it's just the random stores that I shop at as well. Okay. There's a wall of them. A wall of varieties of leg warmers that are out there. I like feel... if you go to Ragstock, if you go okay. to Rainbow, I I think I've even seen them at Target. There is a wall of these leg warmers. I feel like leg warmers are the fetch of fashion. You're mm. trying to make them happen, but it's not necessarily <laughs> going to happen. See what I'm getting I at. I feel like they're already out there. Like I'm sure if we look at it, you know, there's probably an article that popped up somewhere, you know, on like... I don't know. If we look at, at Paper Magazine's last edition, okay. I'm sure. So we're going be- off on guard. Yes. I'm like, there's lots of people that have them on. Just like, I'm sure that there's like, I, if I probably missed the article last month in Refinery29 that talked about how I should wear my leg warmers and I would have I would have gotten them out of the closet <laughs> and tried them at least one day. Well, I say... like Olivia Newton-John in the physical video. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Well, I say, Shannon, try wearing the stirrup pants okay. the way that they're styled in Refinery29. However, the way that I used to style them was to wear my socks over the stirrup. So but then, then nobody would, knew? But you could see the way that the <laughs> pant was, and it was like flat on your butt. Okay. And then you would tuck your socks over the stirrup pant. 
like the part on the foot. I think I'm more aligned because one of the things that you see in this particular article is it does have the the what I did back then is it does have the stirrup underneath the high heel. Right. I have shoes that I think that it would look cute if I did it like that, like more like a spat. Like if I wore them, oh, wore them kind of like a spat. Are those coming back too? <laughs> I don't know. I had some spats back in high school too. I tried. Uh, were you in so the marching hard. band or what? No, I was just that girl. You were uh, just yes. I had spats. Right. I had suspenders on all my pants for a while there. I was trying really hard to be that girl. Well, Shannon, when you buy stirrup pants, okay. I want you to put it on Instagram. Okay. I want you to walk around town, and I want to see you wear these. Oh, pants. don't worry. Those okay. I'm on board with. All I'm right. gonna get them. You're on board with yes. that. All right. Well, when we get back. It's our story that we can't get enough of. I don't know if we're on board for this, but we're going to hop into our mystery machine because we need to solve the baffling mystery of this year's People's Sexiest Man Alive. We need to figure out why Blake Shelton is People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive here on the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment with Holly, Miss Shannon, and Donnie. Oh boy, this is a mystery. You know, I feel like we're trying because he does seem like a pleasant man. <laughs> yes. So I wanna I wanna be on board with it and I've been trying to personally unpack this all day. Yes. And I still can't get on board with it. All right. Well let's listen to the editor in chief of People magazine explain why they chose Blake Shelton as 2017's sexiest man alive. But he's a regular guy, and you said in the article, you know, this is a guy that'll stop and help you fix a tire. Yeah. He's, you've loved how he's been it, open it's, about it's his... such, you know, it's a very stressful time in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And so when we got time, when it came time to do this silly, sexiest yeah. man alive thing, we just wanted somebody who was going to have a lot of fun with it and embrace yeah. it. And mostly we just wanted to see Adam Levine's face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we just did. So are they now saying that we no longer have to care about this? Because then I think they should have gone all in on ridiculous. Yes. Like maybe that's why we can't get behind this. Maybe it could have been Gilbert Godfrey. He has a new movie to sell. Yes. Why isn't he on the cover if of People magazine? If they had magazine? gone all Weird in, uh, yeah, yes, oh, yes, oh, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. He takes himself kind of seriously though, even for yeah. somebody that writes. <laughs> Those kind of writes my bologna. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the guy exactly. even says he admits this silly. I don't, it's a silly you know thing. What? He that admits really, it himself. I know, but that irritates me that the editor-in-chief of People Magazine brushes off the sexiest man alive. Oh, it's just silly. Whatever. Well, then why even bother doing it? Anymore. Anymore. Right. right. It, maybe it served its purpose and maybe your publication needs to move on from the concept of sexiest man alive. Because I think that if they're making more of a statement on we... Uh, are trying to rail against social norms of what is sexy and what is this, but they're not even doing that. They're right. just like, we decided to do something kind of wacky. Yeah. Okay, are you going to continue this when we get to Sexiest Woman Alive again next year and just going to do something fun and wacky? Right. Or are you going to go back to, well, now we care about whether they're really sexy again? Well, exactly. Well, it's, it's, with women, it's called the most, most beautiful, beautiful, not mm-hmm. the sexiest. That's <sighs> right. And Julia Roberts was most beautiful woman of 2017 this again. last year. Yeah. Again. Which was completely irrelevant, and I think that we took People Magazine to task mm-hmm. earlier this year for naming Julia Roberts most beautiful woman. And I again, think I will go along with the the concept that sexy is beyond just physicality. Oh, yeah. Um, so oh, that's yes. like yeah. like I was trying to think of a person. Here's a person that I think is very sexy, but I would not necessarily think that he would be classically attractive per se, but I think he's very sexy. And I've in that category, I put John Malkovich. I've always had, I had this thing about him, you know, kind of thing. I remember watching him in Dangerous Liaisons a million years ago. And there's something about him that I, I go, it. okay, you're, yeah. he's sexy, even though I'm like, if I only looked at a picture of him, I wouldn't go, okay, I get right, it. Yeah, James yeah. Spader. 
James okay. Spader. He's another one. There's right. something that is kind of sexy about him in a creepyish way most of the time. <laughs> but but yeah. not, he's not sexy in a traditional beefcake way. No. You don't want to necessarily see John Malkovich or James Spader posing with their shirts off. Right. That's right. not necessary. Right. But the sum of their parts, I think, for me, equals sexy. So right. I can go beyond the. So it's not that I think that Blake Shelton is unattractive. I think he's. Nice, you know, and He's I think nice. nice is almost a, a, if but somebody nice is not sexy, Miss Shannon. Nice gets no. you, nice gets you dumped. You know yeah. how it is. Like oh, if you're just yeah. like if a guy says that I'm nice, I'm probably gonna get dumped. Yeah, you gotta watch out for those <laughs> nice guys. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, you know? like the people editor said, he's the kind of guy that would stop and help you fi- fix a flat tire. Yeah, but that's well, not sexy. No, that's just I, helpful. I yes. want to say that's just he's exactly. again being nice, right? There's a lots of sex. There's lots of sexy guys that would stop, help me fix my flat tire, and then I would want to take an Instagram photo of them and then make a, a calendar of it, right? You know, kind of thing, and go yeah. look at the sexy dude who helped me with my tire. Imagine that. So. So, and what implies that sexy can't also be helpful or a good guy or all these other things? Right. So, are they saying that we have used up all of the sexy guys out there? They're all terrible or the worst? So, we yeah. had to just yeah, this basically, guy? yeah, you sorry, know, that, sexy doesn't exist anymore. They're running, <laughs> sorry, they're running out of men. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, that's right. But, but they're not running out of men because mm-hmm. there are a lot of sexy guys out there. So, maybe yes. I think if they had, if they had, they intentionally, I think they tried to pick somebody, you know, Harmless because so many stories out there of men right now are there a bit of the worst. Sure. Well, so they tried to pivot the other direction and go, yeah. look, here's a guy, and he just makes you think of like twiddle birds and things. Hey, that yeah, are well, neat. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Shannon, because one of the things I've noticed in reading People Magazine's coverage of Blake Shelton as their sexiest man alive is they are selling the soft part about Blake and his relationship with Gwen Stefani okay. as a selling point for sexiness. And the editor of People Magazine uh, talks a little bit about about this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. What, what did Gwen, st- he, did he talk about Gwen Stefani? Because every time he comes on, we ask him about it and he sort of brushes it off. So. Well, it was interesting. In the interview with uh, Julie Jordan and Melody Chu, yeah. he actually spoke really movingly about their relationship more than he ever has, which is when they both met, he was really, both of them really felt at rock bottom. I mean, they, they were going through a very hard time coming out of other relationships. And this friendship sort of developed between them. And and that blossomed into this, and he's now very close with her three boys, and he talks oh, about that. Like, Blake Shelton loves your kids. Look, Blake Shelton is going to be your best friend. Oh that gosh. is lovely. But Don't that, get yeah, me that, wrong. Right, that is, is lovely. That's his job. He should talk that way about right. the woman that he loves. Good on him. Why yeah. are we acting like that's... Something that's so amazing. Isn't he supposed to act that way about well, the women? He's well, exactly. With? So I find it really interesting that People Magazine is selling the nice things that he's a guy is supposed to do in a relationship yes. as being the sexiest thing that anybody can do in the history of ever. Right. When I think it's it should so just be an on. expectation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. That is the reasonable. The norm. That is a reasonable <laughs> yeah. expectation. Right, Dottie. It yeah. should be the norm. Yeah. Well, so do why either are of we you putting have, him on a crowd? Do either of you have an alternative suggestion? Yes. Okay, Hollywood. My Hollywood. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Hollywood boyfriend, Chris Pine. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> yes, no, I agree. My Hollywood boyfriend, totally Chris agree. Pine. I don't like Chris Pine he, like he that. Is, yeah. He is sexy. He yep. is educated. He can wear a suit. He it also looks extremely attractive as Captain Kirk, by the way. But unfortunately, Chris Pine doesn't like to play the Hollywood game in this way. You know, he'll do interviews. He'll do things. But it's that's just not his scene. Yeah, no, he I, is I know though, what you're saying. And he of has no the, projects to sell. Of yeah. the popular Chris's. Yes, of all Especially the of all yes, the Chris's. Right. Yeah. I do normally count him as the lesser Chris. <gasps> what? I do. Behind uh, behind Chris Evans, I was gonna say if we're gonna pick a Chris, I vote Chris Evans. Really? Chris Pine never has really done it for me, and I'm a Star Trek person oh. too. But, oh, but he's Chris, so hot as Captain Kirk. No, he looks moist in the eyes. But that's okay. You know, he always looks. <laughs> I'm always like, why are you about to cry? Like and like oh, no. and like Did and not even cry like something emotional happened to him. Like he got dust in his eye. Cry no, 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 no. is what he looks <laughs> like no, to no. me. He's no. just the lip, the liquid pools okay. of his what eyes. Was, what was that movie he was in Holly last year with uh, Jeff Bridges? Hell or High Water. Did you see him? Yes. Oh, he, no, he, not you. No, you? I did not. Oh, no, then I you don't know in, what you're talking about. I saw about. him in Wonder Woman. I'm like, why are you all moist in the no, eyes? No, no, no. You got to no, see him in Hell or High Water. Oh, he okay. What about that? Will share? Will 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 sway me? A beautiful 70s beard, tight pants, maybe some unbuttoned flannel. And now, he see, can sing. And he can too. sing, too? Oh, I don't yeah. care. But Chris Evans, so what is it about Chris Evans of the Hollywood Chris's, Miss Shannon, that you think maybe Chris Evans should have well, been sexiest I, man alive? You know, and I liked him even before he was doing the whole Captain America thing. And I yeah. thought that that showed that he could like change different parts of his personality because he was much funnier when he was doing those crappy Fantastic Four movies and things like that. Yeah, so that's showing right. that he was versatile and then he did manage to like up his hot game by the time he got to Captain well, America. He got, he got buff. Yeah, he got crazy buff, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, and and I, you know, not to make this political, I really like the way that he champions thing on Twitter. You are very, very clear on what he feels, and he is not yes. afraid to share his opinion. And I love the idea that he and Jenny Slater are a couple. Yes. Because they're totally back on again. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 I like it. I, I like, like it. Okay. Well, we've decided that either Chris, I th- feel like, would be better. That is true. Shelton as sexy as you know what? Even I have two Damn words on. for you. What? Idris Elba. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Daddy wins. Daddy yes. wins. I don't care. Ding, ding, ding. Some love. Idris Elba. Yes. Come on. Well, all right. Just uh, we decided that. So Justice League, it's opening on Friday, and Gal Gadot is setting the record straight on rumors that she might leave the DC universe. And we also need to talk about Justice League costumes when we get back here on Lori and Julia. Justice League is opening this Friday in theaters, and Gal Gadot set the record straight today on rumors that she might leave the DC universe. We're going to talk about it here on Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Holly with Miss Shannon and Donnie today. And I think. It's safe to say, Miss Shannon, that you're probably kind of excited for Justice League. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm going to go see it with some friends tomorrow night. We're going to the nine o'clock show. And um, so I am cautiously optimistic about this film because the reviews have given me a bit of hope and mm-hmm. basically said it's uh, only kind of terrible. Only co- so, okay. well, <laughs> so, way to sell it. Right, exactly. But it's, my expectations for this film are so low. Solo. Right. Because I am not a fan of... I liked Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I didn't love Wonder Woman, but I liked Wonder Woman. Right. I was, I'll even say I liked Wonder Woman a lot. Yes. Um, I did not like the Superman movie or Superman versus Batman. I tried to I like Batman versus hated Superman Dawn of Justice. I wanted hated to it. like it. I 
put myself in front it of it. It was depressing and, said, and made no sense. It was a giant hot mess as yeah. far as I was concerned. Yeah, well, like you said, a lot of people did like Wonder Woman, and I would say that she is probably the selling point of this Justice League movie at this point. And I point. think even like some of the other characters that are new-ish, like we are looking forward to seeing an Aquaman or looking forward to seeing what they do with the Flash and the mm-hmm. fact that they re-cut it so that it does at least have a bit of whimsy in it is what gave me hope for this <laughs> concept. When before I'm like, why are you ruining some good characters? But I think that that's, you know, as as the geek, the biggest geek in the room, um, DC has a history of making good cartoons. Their yes. cartoon movies are great. Well, can we talk? Yes. Batman, the animated yes, series great. still is my favorite iteration mm-hmm. of Batman outside right. of the comic books. They do a fantastic job of that. Even if you look at like the Justice League and Young Justice and all these other things that they've done, they do a good job with that. They make awful movies. I'm yeah. partial to the uh, 60s TV show with the pudgy Adam West, but that's another story. <laughs> I don't even mind that. That <laughs> yeah. was cute. That, that was like campy. Yeah. Who doesn't, was very campy. Who doesn't yeah. like Burgess Meredith as the Penguin? Yes, I would rather see Lego Batman than a terrible Batman versus Superman movie. Yeah. Lego Batman, very charming. I'm on board with Batman in that. <laughs> well, the cast of Justice League is out and about doing press trying to sell us on this movie. And Gal Gadot, <laughs> she was on the Today Show this morning. And let's listen to her talk about uh, how fun it was to reprise her Wonder Woman role in the upcoming Justice League movie. It means, was it fun to reprise Wonder Woman now that you've had an entire Wonder Woman movie under your belt? I mean, you got to come in with some swagger now with these other superheroes. Um, well, i got to be honest with you. I, I, I finished Wonder Woman. Yeah. I finished shooting Wonder Woman. And the day after, I came back to set. <laughs> and it was same, same, but different. But I started to shoot Justice League the day oh, after so I wrapped Wonder Woman. you didn't know how Wonder Woman would be, be received. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. We, we had, no, I was shooting like... I was, sh- I, I was having a, an identity crisis. <laughs> I thought that I was Wonder Woman <laughs> by shooting her for so long. Well, wait a minute. I but, think you might actually be Wonder Woman because, as I understand, understand it you were pregnant when you were shooting Justice League I got pregnant yeah I was pregnant for the last three months shooting Justice League how did you do that production I have not well (laughs) me and my husband yes (laughs) this is a morning show Oh. <laughs> that was cute how she answered that. Yeah, how did you that do that? Cute. Well, we got together. Wow. I know, you know, I mean, this <laughs> when is a man loves a woman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes on to talk about what, uh, why Wonder Woman means a lot to her. Uh, the character means so much to you. And when you did Wonder Woman, I know you wanted her to be kind of a real modern woman, even though she's a fantasy and she's a superhero. I, oh, I, I, I. So I watch, we all watch, you know, a lot of movies and I always get upset in the movies when the strong woman is immediately, you know, she immediately becomes cold and distant and like tough and not womanly and exactly and it's not the way it is you're strong and successful and independent and you're so loving loving it's like (laughs) loving and lovely i'll take it you're loving (laughs) you're wonderful you're warm you're you're great right so i wanted to capture both patty and i wanted to capture to capture wow it's early for me i can (laughs) talk english both patty and i wanted to capture this like that you can have both you can have a strong woman uh, who's strong in her default, she's strong by default, but she's also full of compassion and she loves everyone and she cares for them and, and uh, yeah, and that was something that was super important. For me. 
Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think so. And I think that's one of the reasons why at least I can speak to the fact that even if I didn't absolutely love Wonder Woman, the movie as a whole. Right. I really love that the character is out there in popular culture. Yes. And that it's being portrayed in a thoughtful way like this, because when I was younger, when I was a little girl, I was starving for a character like Wonder Woman. Right. To be on the big screen. And now that it's finally here, I'm like, do whatever you can. Yes. Exactly. Ste- keep keep the projects going. I agree with you. And the yeah. fact that I think that it is done from a position of respect and it didn't have to have been. It right. could have been a lot more pinup girly than it oh, is. You know, yeah. and I and, and I did there, any of the concerns that I had with Wonder Woman weren't because of the character, it was the, there it, was like some interactions that I think yes. I would have had with any movie. Oh, right. It was just, yeah. it was issues with some of the plot and some Correct. of the characters and right. other things. And it was just like, hey, you know what? A lot of movies have issues like that. Correct. Yeah. Well, Gal Gadot, she is addressing. So we were talking about this uh, here at my talk earlier in the week that the rumor was Gal Gadot was holding out on signing a contract to star in Wonder Woman 2 unless producer Brett Ratner dropped involvement from the project. His Rat Pack Entertainment was one of the producers on Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. They helped finance the project at Warner Brothers. And uh, it seemed that she was using her clout to get him out of there. So... Let's hear her set the record straight. There was a, a report in the press, and I know you, it, we should clear it up, because it said that you said you didn't want to work with Brett Ratner, who's based some accusations of sexual harassment, um, on the next Wonder Woman, and yeah. that you weren't going to do it if he was part of it. Yeah. Is that true? So, it's, a, it's at the end of the day, a lot has been written yeah. about my views and the way that I feel, and everyone knows the way I feel, because I'm not hiding anything. Uh, but the truth is, you know, there's so many people involved in making this movie. It's not just me, and they all echoed, uh, echoed or echoed, Echo. echoed the same state, the same sentiments. You know what yeah. I mean? So everyone knew what was the right thing to do, but there was nothing for me to actually come and say because it was already done before this article came out. You know. All right. Okay. So there you go. She's saying. Is she saying I, she didn't say that? Uh, well, she's saying that it was a consensus decision to have Brett Ratner leave the project and that it wasn't her sole. Right, because that's what the the story made it seem like. Right. So it seems more like she's like, I agreed yes. with yeah, this decision. Yeah. Right. I didn't spearhead the decision, Correct. but I yeah. agree with it. Right. Yeah. So right. yeah. So there you go. Brett Ratner is not involved with Wonder Woman anymore. Uh, something else about Justice League, about this movie that I really want to talk to you about, Miss Shannon. I feel like we are both passionate about this. It is costumes in superhero movies. Yeah. And Justice League is not without its controversy. So the controversy surrounding Justice League is the costumes of the Amazonian characters and that they're showing a lot of skin in Justice League when they didn't in the Wonder Woman movies. I think that it is something that you have uh, grown up accepting about these things. I think it's one of the the, the recurring jokes that as a, uh, that we as women talk about this trope that happens over and over. And we're just like, that's impractical. Why are you this? Why are you that? Right. 
I think they could have done better. Mm-hmm. I am disappointed that it it does seem like a step back. Yes. As far as I'm concerned. Right. We established the Amazonian look in the Wonder Woman movie. They were wearing metal armor. They were covered up relatively. Yes. And it was a practical look for these women. Correct. And then now the costumes in Justice League are, are kind of back to that stereotypical <laughs> leather bikini thing yeah. that you see in all of these bre- things. A little breezy. Yes. And Not- I know that that exists. <laughs> it's something that I've seen in the comic books that I remember when I was reading when I was seven years old. It's right. not like it's new. Yeah, I just was hoping for better because we've learned that we can do better. Yeah, and you know, and I know that a, you know a bunch of us are like, oh my, come on now, <laughs> you just thought we'd do better, but then you know now there's stories coming out. Well, the actresses didn't mind that. That's fine. I'm not saying that they felt exploited being asked to wear this. Mm-hmm. I physically, my from I a, feel, from a from, fandom perspective, a fandom, yeah. I feel like I I can continue to expect better. Yes. You know, because yeah. now they're, they're coming up with all the explanation. I understand from a canon point of view. Right. It makes sense that they could have different, you know, different costumes because they're different time periods. Yeah. Nobody argued that. I'm not saying that that's the continuity. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that by the time we get here, the fact that they are now trying to explain to me like, well, no, it's more physical. And so they have to have more mobility. Right. That's, that's all no, garbage. No, no that's all, all garbage. That is all garbage. Well, because <laughs> the story about these costumes, and mistake me if I'm wrong, is that Wonder Woman had completed production. Mm-hmm. They had the costumes for the Amazon Warriors all ready to go. That production said, hey, Justice League production. We've got these costumes. You want them? And they're like, mm, no, we've, we've got it. Yeah. And they're like, you we're know gonna... what? Actually, we're more acrobatic over here. So we got to yeah. wear these. No, you no. don't. It would have been fine. Oh. You could. Like, there was plenty of acrobatics in the first Wonder Woman movie. Don't get me started on impractical footwear <sighs> on female superheroes. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have time for that. I tell you to Google Halle Berry and Catwoman. Oh, oh it makes go, my. No, 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 no. There will be no let go. No. You need to continue. Otherwise, there will not be change. Well done, Holly. Thank yes. you. Thank Stay you. on what? your soapbox. So uh, yeah. were you okay with what Michelle Pfeiffer wore when she was Batwoman? She was Catwoman. Catwoman, Correct. I mean, sorry. And I didn't take as much issue with that Catwoman costume. It had full coverage. Correct. She did wear impractical heels, which I did take issue with. Okay. But Halle Berry wore open-toed shoes, high heels. And she's supposed to be a cat burglar. And she's mm-hmm. What you climbing in that? Yeah. Unless they're like crampoons or what? I said cramp. How do you say the things, the spikes that go in the shoes when you climb Mount Everest? Everest. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> those things. Those Google are. that. That, yeah. then you, that would be practical if those were her heels. Yes. Thank you. Hey, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll get off our soapbox here because we got to go to break. But when we get back, we're going to talk about a big TV star who's coming to the Twin Cities. We'll tell you who that is and how you can get in on the fun after this. Previously, a big TV star is coming to the Twin Cities, and we're going to tell you who it is here on Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Holly. I'm here with Miss Shannon. I'm here with Donnie. And it's Jimmy Fallon. Yay. Yay. Jimmy Fallon is going to host the Tonight Show live from Minneapolis after the Super Bowl. Of course he is. Of course he is. It's going to be a live telecast Sunday, February 4th. He's going to be doing it at the Orpheum, uh, just a few blocks away, of course, from U.S. Bank Stadium. And uh, this episode will air after the recap and a new episode of This Is Us and the late local news. So So, nap up. What time is it going to air? Three in the morning? Basically, yes. 
unfortunately, we don't have any ticket uh, details. I thought that we had some, but we don't know. I mean, they'll be free because television shows do not charge admission. Right, but you'll have to do some kind of lottery or or stand in line for four weeks before it starts. Yeah, that sounds great in the middle of January. Yeah, just go line up on January 10th to get in line for it. Yeah, you know, no guests have been announced. We don't know who's going to be involved in this episode of The Tonight Show, but I think that it's right to say that Justin Timberlake will probably be stopping by because... Oh, wouldn't you think so? Yeah. And their bromance is so profound. I know. Why wouldn't he go over there? Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin Timberlake in the Super Bowl. I'm not a fan either. You're not a fan either? (laughs) Good. No. no. And I don't hate Justin Timberlake. I did did lose a great deal of respect for him uh, by not... If Janet does not show up in the Super Bowl, I think that it will change my opinion of Justin Timberlake. Not that it is all up to him or not. But do you but think I feel that like she that would... wants to? Do you think that Janet Jackson, if she was asked, well, we she there was would a story up. about a month ago. A source, quote unquote, said that she would do it in a New York minute. I and I, I you and don't I think so. I think she would. I, I do too. You know, I think, she would I, do it. I think that it that it would be a good clear the air moment. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and and since the Super Bowl folks came back and said that she wasn't banned like we thought she was, they're like, oh no, no we didn't say she was banned. I'm like, you kind of did for yeah. years, yeah. But you know, okay, backpedal on that. I'm cool with it. I think that that would find that uh, a redemptive thing for Justin Timberlake. Because yes. I mean, I'm sure. a big NSYNC fan. I like him from all the stuff. I like his new album. I'm a fan of Trolls. I was glad he took the time <laughs> off to Trolls. Everything about that's cool. I think all the sketches yeah. he does with Jimmy Fallon usually funny. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when his name popped up on this, I was like, I, it left a, a sour oh, taste in my, my mouth. My eyes rolled to the back of my head. Yes. I was just like, of all the people mm-hmm. that you can choose to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, it's Justin Timberlake. Because I feel like they never cleared the air between Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. I agree. They have never properly settled Nipplegate. Exactly. No. Yes. No. Yes. And, and I so, feel like they, the fact that everything, that he's just rebounded so quickly mm-hmm. and was absolved from any wrongdoing, like, oh, poor Justin Timberlake, as if he was the one that was assaulted in right. the situation. Yeah. I never agreed with that. Yeah. Well, we shall see when the Super Bowl halftime show happens on February 4th. Of course, we'll be watching. I feel yes. like we're contractually obligated. Because we live here and we work yes. at my talk. But I'll go we'll sit be, at a uh, bar. Squads of men coming to your house going <laughs> you better be watching the Super Bowl right now oh, I would have watched it anyway though I yeah. like football I am off fo- I'm not as nearly as invested this season as I normally am because a lot of the politics and my a lot of my personal feelings have bled into what I think about uh, football as sure. a sport and uh, the way that they are making their business decisions uh, but in theory I every other year did normally like attend some sort of Super Bowl party and watched it for years and then things have changed mm-hmm. over the last few years where I'm going eh, I don't know if I'm going to to support it as wholeheartedly as I used to. You may mm-hmm. find a bar or a restaurant to patron, maybe watch it out of the corner of your eye. Right. You know, kind of thing. Down. You know, yeah, put the sound down. <laughs> and it really is kind of one of those, there's going to be so many, I think it's, you know, good for our community to have big events like this here. I know that that goes back and forth to people, but I do think it is to have, it's good to have the Twin Cities be more than, oh, you fly over Minnesota and it's cold. You know, I, I yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, Are you aware of the light rail controversy regarding the Super Bowl? No. Oh, what, what is, is that? that uh, a lot of people are not too thrilled about this. So on the day of the Super Bowl, and this all has to do with the beefed up security, if you want to take the light rail from Mall of America to U.S. Bank Stadium, the only way you're getting on that train is with a Super Bowl ticket. No! That is in the paper today. That is All a right. lot of 
right. people's primary transportation. Yeah, it was, on that yeah. day, that's it. And then if you take well, the green th- line, hang on, if you take the green line, you can go as far as the Gopher Stadium. After that, you can't go any further without a Super Bowl ticket. Okay, wow. well, that's nonsense because people are living their daily lives it, it on Super Bowl it, Sunday. Lot, there were a lot of people, read the article in the yeah, paper, okay. a lot of people are upset about it. They're saying, well, this seems it. like you're catering to the uh, the elite. Correct. Yeah, well, they are. They get to ride. We have to take a bus, which is going to take a heck of a lot longer. Oh, especially yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm, all right. Yeah, well, that was in the paper today. Let's leave that okay. over here. Okay. And let's go. Because I'm sure it's not going to go away. No, yeah, no. Because it's not going to go away. No. And I would rather talk about Lord of the Rings right now than football. Okay. Like, let's like, have some geek talk. Yeah. Let's, yes. yes. Let's have some geek talk. Well, Miss Shannon is here. She is a self-proclaimed geek. And she just said, told me before the show that she had placed a poster of the Shire up in her house somewhere. Yes. Uh, just yes. the other day. Why? So I'm, you know how you Danny. have those. You know how you have those um, those maps. Uh, so what it is. So now I have three yeah. posters in mm-hmm. my basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one of the Assassin's Creed mer- world map from Assassin's Creed 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an exploding TARDIS. Yeah. Bradley knows that one. He has yeah. a similar photo. Uh, Bradley Exterminate. Yes. And so I have that. And then my sister went to New Zealand and she actually visited the Shire. She went on a oh. tour. You can go on. Okay. That's so she really brought cool. me back one of the prints you can have. So it's it's big. It's well, like, of course yes. you would hang that yes. up. Yes. So in it's your 25 house. And, this, and just so you know, my house does not look like a 16 year old boy decorated it because I'm a grown woman who likes these things. So I at least will go to Michael's yes. and get appropriate frames. Yes. So <laughs> that's how you, the, oh that is gosh. how you geek. Out as an adult appropriately. Exactly. Yes. It's not like just yeah. push pinned up there. Nah, I'm serious about this, Don. That's what I do. I put it up yeah. there. I got a really good frame for oh, it. Oh, well, yeah. so then you must be excited about this Lord of the Rings series that's I coming to Amazon. Am, you know, because I really do think that now we uh, have the ability to create uh, series that are appropriate and are fun. And, right. you know, we learn that, you know, kind of, you know, with, with some of the things that are out there. So sometimes even when they make a movie, like we talked about this, because, uh, uh, you know, Donnie, you brought up Idris Elba, and mm. we're talking about Dark Tower. Terrible movie. Awful. He's great. <laughs> One of the worst He's great. Year. But that would have been a decent series, and they could have explored it well, mm-hmm. like they did American Gods. And there's sure. things that we can do now yeah. in a series because we have budgets for these kind of things. So, right. you know, I think if we had said we're going to make a TV series about Lord of the Rings 20 years ago, I wouldn't have been on board. Well, it would have been so cheesy. Have, yeah, it would have been cheesy. We, did, we didn't have the technology to be right. able to tell these stories in the way that we can now, which is one of the reasons why I think we have so many special effects like yes. movies. Anyways, we can just tell these stories now, and they would have told them 50 years ago. Right. Game of have. Thrones has shown us that we can make these this genre look appropriate, and it can be a fun story and very accessible for a lot right. of people. Well, hopefully this mo- this uh, TV show is going to look really cool. Because it's going to look cool. It's going to look cool because it's going to cost a heck of a lot of money. So mm-hmm. Amazon is reportedly going to be spending $250 million for five seasons of this Lord of the Rings prequel <laughs> TV There's series. There's going to be so much walking and marching in this. Right. <laughs> from what I've read, it's somewhere in between The Hobbit and The Fellowship of the Ring. Something, yeah. whatever happens in between there. Sure, that so, would make sense. So they spent $250 million, excuse me, just on the rights for the show. Right. But wow. after production budgets, casting, writers, producers, visual effects, all of that stuff is factored in. Amazon might be spending $1 billion dollars wow. on this Lord of the Rings TV series. That makes my geek heart so happy. <laughs> I want them to continue to spend money on these things because I am not a fan of things like This Is Us. So, I mean, I if I'm going to watch yeah, something... Whoa, I know. Dangerous that's territory right. I know. Everybody hey, knows that. Are, are, we, are we in a truth tree here? 
Yes. Because I don't like that show either. Oh my God, yes. So much. Why do you okay. want to make me cry? Please do not <laughs> just call cry, me. Just cry. Do not email me. Just cry. Just, those just, people just like, I'm yeah. one of those people that if I see drama in the title and there's not a dragon or something in it, I don't even try it most of the time. Handmaid's <laughs> Tale, if I hadn't like oh, seen the books way back okay. in the day, I would have been like, oh, what drama? But that show is drama, so good. That's going to be terrible. Did well, you watch it? No, I watched, I watched okay. most of it and then All I was right. like, I'm depressed. Um, I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's not a comedy. No, after I watch, but after I watch The Handmaid's Tale, I would have to go into a corner and and rock back and forth yes and uh compose myself because mm-hmm. it was just it was it was a little intense and Boom. i think that that is all fair and there are times in your life when you are very open to those kind of things and i only have so much room but for hang those. on now yeah. yeah much like wonder woman uh-huh. <laughs> offred is a very strong yes will yeah. powerful woman exactly mm-hmm. and she's the lead yes mm-hmm. glad it exists make yes. more of it glad it's got another season <laughs> That's right. Well, right. let me get back. Award show season is upon us, and one film is already causing Golden Globes controversy, and even that controversy is controversial. We'll talk about it when we get back after the break.